afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Looking Up with Danny and Sharissa. It's a Wednesday afternoon, and it's a chilly one, actually. There's a cool change coming, but the sun is shining, and God is good, and we're alive, and it's a blessing to be here with you all. And uh, not only are we here together, uh, Pastor Danny, but we're being joined in studio today by our producer, Shell, as always. Yes, welcome, Shell. Good to have you. Always smiling. Yes, but we're also joined by a special family. We've got some special guests with us, and uh, we're going to introduce you to them in a little moment. They have been um, embarking on... A media fast. A mm, media what a fast. journey in this day and age. Are I they know. serious? Yeah. So um, they've been doing it for 40 days and they, 40 well, they're going to do it for 40 <laughs> days and they're going to tell us all about it. So um, I think we'll, we'll just do some other um, announcements before I introduce you to them. So if uh, you're listening to this program and you want to contact us with a question or a comment at any point, you are welcome to do so on 0491 Zero six four six six nine, or you can also call the general station number one eight hundred three two four eight four three. That's one eight hundred three two four eight four three. And of course, all the past episodes are found on our website. They're uploaded as uh, podcasts on the Faith FM website, and so we encourage you to check that out. We will have a free offer at some point at the end of the program, and there'll be a code word which you want to be listening out for so that you can be the first caller in or the fourth caller in today. We'll give it to you if you're that special person. But today is a special day, uh, Pastor. Mm, hey, man, I've been longingly looking forward to this day. Yeah, because we are we're going to be talking about social media mm. and the impact on our lives and what we can do about it. And so we have just a little brief moment, and so all of our listeners can hear who we've got in studio. I'm just going to ask each one of our special guests to just say their names for us. So joining us, we have... Dante. Okay. Zion. Uh, Jalawai. And Tari. Awesome. And so you're, this family is very special and we're really looking forward to hearing what it's like to live without social media for 40 days. Now, I'll maybe ask Mum a question. How, how many days has it been so far? Uh, it has been 25 days. 25 days. Wow. That's over three weeks. Yeah. So we're going to hear more about uh, their experiences, why they're doing this, and what they're learning about it. Uh, right after this break, we're going to go to a song right now by Anthem Lights called Hear How He Loves Us. Stay tuned. Before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. You've been so, so good to me Before I took a breath You breathed your life in me You've been so, so kind to me Leaves the 99 I couldn't earn it I 
We have in studio, we've got Tyree, JJ, Zion and Dante here with us and we want to hear about their media farts. So I'll just throw the first question out. I'm not sure who's going to be the answerer, but the first question is, what inspired you to do something like this? Give up your social media. Well, it started at church when Pastor Justin was presenting Tech Wild. We were inspired because he was talking about these two girls who went on a social media fast and started getting closer to God because media wasn't in their way anymore. And me and Dante, we went upon ourselves. And we, as we got into the car, we just so we started telling our mom about um, the the sermon. Uh-huh. And we asked if we could do, well, try to complete the challenge. 40 days we would... Leave social media and and get closer to God and to each other. Uh-huh. So we got home. Zion wasn't there. 
<laughs> yeah, I wasn't there. <laughs> and then my grandma and Zion, we just started, we told them about it, and then we all, my, my grandma's not in it, but like, we all planned the social media fast. So on day one, it was just a start, so... Wow. So, so wait a minute. So you're telling me, so it's Dante, isn't it? You're Dante, is that right? This is JJ. JJ, JJ, JJ. There's three boys here. So, um, Tari, we take our hats off to you, Tari. Three boys. It must be a challenge to have three boys in the house. They're lovely boys. Yeah. They're lovely. They've got their extra energy, but I think it works. And now that they're not on social media, I can just imagine the energy around the house. It's the social media and gadgets. So oh. we don't have... A TV running. We don't have laptops being used in the wow. phone. We don't have um, wow. the only phone that I we have is my phone. Where sometimes if people want to call, yeah, you know, with um, adults, you know, communicating. Yeah. But otherwise, there's nothing else. Wow. Yeah. So, so JJ, were you saying that your grandmother she she couldn't give up her TikTok? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was too much for her. <laughs> so, um, so, but grandma, grandma lives with you. Yeah. Okay, and so so she's she she found it a bit too too challenging to to get on board. Is that right? Actually, interesting. Or, or has she got on board now? We never in, invited her. Not okay. you. That's the thing. Um, we never asked. Did anyone ask her? We actually well, never asked her. Well, we okay. Yeah, we did. Ask we her. didn't ask her. No. Yeah, she probably would have been on she board. Might, yeah. yeah. So she could be without her TikTok. <laughs> Uh, account for the next 40 days. I, I, maybe. Maybe we might check that when we get home. And it was a WeChat and, um, and a few others. Yeah. You know what? I mean, 25 days. This is pretty epic, guys. 25 days today, no social media. Um, 25 minutes is a long time for, for, for young people, for children. Now, now, what are your ages? I mean, you look like you're about 10, 12, 8, 9, 10, somewhere there. 14, 13, 8, 6. How old? Did I guess? Oh, 13. You're 13. So 13 for JJ? our mate JJ. Zion, how old are you? Um, nine. Nine. And and what about you, Dante? Um, I'm 12, turning 13 this August. Wow. wow. So we've got 9, 12, and 13. Uh, I wonder how much time on average... Nine, ten, nine, twelve, and thirteen-year-olds would spend on social media, on YouTube, on whatever each and every day. I can't remember the statistics, but it's hours, or like yeah. a specific number, but it is hours, and so wow. this is quite a remarkable thing. Um, so, was it very hard to start this? Like, did you feel any? Well, <laughs> well, it was it was kind of challenging. Yeah, in what way? In how we were kind of used to doing it. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of switched our lifestyle. Mm. So so tell tell me, I'm really interested to know, boys. Um, and mum, was, was it a challenge for you, mum? <laughs> Actually, no. Because um, you know what had been happening? Uh, we had been having conversation with the, conversations with the boys and I'd been finding that they started liking playing on the laptop after school every time. Um, and I was trying to find a way to say, hey, guys, you know, it might be too much. It impacts on the brain. Um, but I wanted to do it in a loving way. Mm. And uh, and I was just taking my time, um, you know, taking my time. And God works in 
miraculous ways because I wasn't actually present in the session that Pastor Justin was doing. Mm -hmm. And so when they came and brought the idea, it was so easy for me to say yes, because it's every mother's dream to to see her three boys coming and say, yeah, we want to keep off the laptops and the internet for a little while. Yeah. Wow. Two boys. I would have said I wanted to do Boys, <laughs> how much time would you have been spending each day roughly? Or maybe, maybe Tara, you, you might be a better judge of that because for, for, for boys and girls, it feels like five minutes, but really five hours have passed. You know what it's like. When you're doing the dishes, five minutes feels like yes. five hours. But when you're on social media, five hours feels like five minutes. So I, I can actually say something so that the boys can comment on this if I'm if I'm correct or wrong. Uh, what was actually now happening is because the boys would come back from school a bit <laughs> earlier, and uh, they would intentionally make sure that the front door is locked because once I got home, as soon as they hear the car being parked, <gasps> oh. they would rush to hide the laptop. Oh, and then wow. they'll spend like three minutes before opening the door for me. Is that right, guys? Am I exaggerating? <laughs> well, and did you put like baskets against the door and everything so <laughs> mum would struggle to house, get in? And the house would be so quiet. And then I would oh. say, guys, and then they would start coming from the bedroom saying, hi, mom, as if they, nothing had doing homework, doing homework, yeah, <laughs> doing <laughs> pretend homework. Don't worry. <laughs> Sharice has been there, not me. I, I always did my homework properly. But praise God. I think it's so different now, isn't it? I don't know. Dante, do you want to share how it is like now? Mm. You know, when you know when, when the, my car is being parked, how, how is it now? So do you lock the door now in preparation for mother's arrival? Happily, the door's not locked anymore. Oh, the door's yeah. not locked. <laughs> so the door is no longer locked. And as soon as my car is being parked... They are rushing out to say hi and ready to tackle whatever play that we're doing for that day, whatever task or project we're working on on that day. This is amazing. This is like, you you won't hear this anywhere on any other radio station, (laughs) folk. This is Faith FM. This is a unique interview that that's that happens once once it's a once in a lifetime. Once once in a a lifetime. 25 day media fight. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So we've heard that. Know, it's different now when mum comes home, but what else do you do differently? Like, what do you do with your time now? Mm, you got all this spare time now. Um, so we had an, someone who I'm not gonna, we're not saying names, but we had someone give us a game goalie. Um, a what? Yeah, it's it's called goalie. It's goalie. A, is it a board game? It's a board game. Yeah. A board game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Similar to Monopoly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, go ye. Go, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm aware. That, that, that's that Bible-based yes. game. Yeah. yeah. And I won because I made <laughs> divisions and conference, divisions and conferences in the church and all that stuff and churches, yeah. All right. Wow. That's amazing. Now, what, what else has changed, boys? Um, we're interested to, to find out. Our listeners are like they're on the edge of their seats wanting to know <laughs> – how do you live your lives now? What else has changed? What are some things that you're doing now that you weren't doing before? Yeah. Oh, um, generally, when my mom come back, comes back from work, we don't really close the door anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And we leave a little 
unlocked. Okay. And we lost to the car. And I, I know that you showed us something at church about what you've been doing with your spare time. You made something. What, what did you do? Oh, we did a project on the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. Did you, did you make a model sanctuary or something along those lines? Yeah, we, yeah, we did that. We made a little diagram of how it would have looked like. Uh-huh. And my mum my had to do the math. Wow. Yeah, she's a great mathematician. Fantastic, fantastic. Hi, mom. Yeah, and so, so we, sorry, yeah, go for it, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I was just saying, um, we we did a a model of the sanctuary, and um, we we started the Bible because we had so much more time. Mm. So we we're studying the Bible together. Uh, we're in Exodus twenty five, and we're looking through, you know, the sanctuary when. Um, I think we were talking about we had a, a week of study and being able to uh, recite what actually happened wow. uh, leading to the sanctuary being built and just saying, uh, you know, Dante would be saying, God said, make me a sanctuary so that I may, and then would say, how do we finish it and say, dwell among, you know, my people. Mm. And then we started, um, we went to Bunnings together. So I think it's created a lot of... Um, uh, family time and bonding and activities, doing activities together. Um, we went to Bunnings, we measured, we knew what we wanted to do, we had input from everybody, so it wasn't just me. Mm. As the adult, they were suggesting things, I was saying no, I was suggesting things, they were saying no. Um, and yeah, and we did um, the model of the sanctuary, and now we're just, um, and we had a chance to actually learn, create it, and create the most holy place, holy place, the priest, being able to, to drop everything, isn't it? Um, what else did we put on? What other things did we create on the uh, as part of the sanctuary? Oh, we created the mercy seats. Yes. On top of the Ark of Covenant. Yes. Mm-hmm. We created the table of shoebread. Shoebread. Yep. Yeah. Altar of incense. Yes. Yeah. We even made a little um, priest. Yes. Oh, wow. And also the laver. The laver, yeah. Wow. And we had the seven-headed... Uh, Seven-branch seven candlestick, lamp. yep. The candlestick, yeah. Seven-branch candlestick, wow. Yeah. And we found a ship oh, in yeah. an op shop. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A real one? No. So you didn't, I, hope, I, hope, I hope you didn't do what they did back in Bible times because if someone from the RSVCA is listening in, we might be in a spot of bother. Um, and also we, we did... Um, in the sanctuary, we also did the holy place. Yeah, the holy, and then there's the holy of holies. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I explained. And then, and then the courtyard. Yes. So, so um, Tari and boys, it, it's safe. It, it's safe to um, sort of determine based on what you have said, and to conclude, I should say that with all this extra time that you have now, you have been able to invest that in the things of the kingdom. Um, as you have just pointed out, you know, the illustration with the sanctuary. And not just that, but I've picked up from you that your concentration level and the boys' concentration level in particular has grown and expanded. Yep. Now their memory is a lot better in memorizing scripture. So, it's, yeah. you know, so they're, they're detoxing, if I could use that word, from, from the media, but now they're imbibing, you know, the, the word of God and now it's sticking so much more than before. Yeah. Would, would that be a fair assumption? I think it's a very fair assumption because just yesterday and the day before we were exploring the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. and it didn't take us that much time to 
to go through a fair, uh, you know, from Exodus 20, from verse 1, maybe up to 11 or wow. something like that, where we're just... Well, that's the know, end of the fourth commandment. Yes, that's that first. And, um, and now, you know, we're going to keep working on it. We're focusing on it. Wow. Um, but I could see the difference, you know, in terms of, you know, in the past, they were doing memory verses. We mm-hmm. sort of have, you know, tried to do this. But I think we were ever being distracted by the mm. gadgets. And I just didn't know how to, you know, to to yeah. address the issue because yeah, yeah. a lot of kids are using gadgets and there's no other activity that they, I even am learning how to play handball for Zion because wow. Zion loves handball. Wow. wow. You know, just before we introduce this next song, just one question. Is this something that you recommend other people to do? You think it's been a blessing? Yeah, yes. if they can, yeah definitely. They can handle the time. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a blessing. Oh, it is right. a blessing, yep. Well, we're so glad that you came here. It's been inspiring oh, for me. Oh, I'm, and I'm, I'm very inspired. I'm Danny, and I'm sure our listeners are enjoying this too. You know, this next song is actually one that Zion wrote. Mm. And I think the whole family sing on this recording. It's called He Cares, and Kate Gariga, she's the lead singer in it. But do you want to share with us how this song came about in 20 seconds? Um. Well, I was at... It, I was... Basically, it was night, and I didn't really want to go to bed, so I thought of, it It just came to me, an idea to write a song, it just came to me, and yeah. Wonderful. Well, we're going to hear what came to you now, what God placed on your heart, and we hope that all of our listeners are blessed to enjoy. God is so, so good, and He helps us learn how to be like Him. And He cares for us And He guides us by His Holy Spirit When you think of how He answers pray You see Almighty Alpha and Omega Omega He is shining brighter As I sing these words, 
By His grace I learn He's watching over me I don't wanna make Promises I'll break Not to Jesus He's my God and He's my Savior He's the only Alpha and Omega Are you wondering what to do with the kids this school holidays? Do you live in Lake Macquarie? Well, if you have kids between the ages of 5 and 12, come join Coast Life Adventist Church's free Holiday Kids Club. That's a full week including crafts, games, stories, snacks, and more. Find us at Marks Point Community Hall the first week of school holidays, Monday, 28th of June to Friday, 2nd of July, from 10 a.m. to quarter past 12. For more information or to register, please call or text 0410-877-920. That number again is 0410-877-920. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. There's a free giveaway that you can claim, you can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. Soldier of the cross, 
shall I fear to own his cause or blush to speak his name? a golden oldie that hymn beautiful yeah, hymn and beautiful. you're listening to Looking Up with Danny and Sharissa and we've got some special guests and we're going to continue our interview with them in just a moment but uh, for all of our listeners as you know every week we have a special free offer that we offer into the first or the third caller that comes in today it's going to be the first and the fourth caller or texter in era and the free offer is a book by Derek Morris I actually have met him and he's a lovely guy. He has written a book entitled Radical Protection. And just to whet your appetite a little bit, here's a little write-up. It says, Are you aware that a great cosmic battle is being fought over your soul? If you want to hear more, you'll want to call us on 0491 You can actually also text on that very same number, but there's a keyword that we're going to give you to mm. call or text at in At the end with, of the program. At the end. So just keep listening and you'll be able to contact us. So, um, Pastor Danny, we've got our guests here. We want to get a little bit more out of them. Yes, so we've got, got Tari, questions. who's brought in her three boys, um, JJ, Zion, and Dante, and they've been sharing with us something that is just out of this world, literally. Um, they have been going on a media fast mm-hmm. For the last 25 days, they're aiming for 40 days. And they're still alive. And they're still alive. They're still healthy and, and, and happy. And they, and they look reasonably normal. <laughs> they do. They, they look reasonably normal, um, which, you know, after 25 minutes of not being on social media, you know, kids are like climbing walls and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Adults are doing that, uh-huh. let, alone, let alone the children. And so, but no, it's been great to hear how they have um, gone on this experiment and the blessings, the way that God is opening up new doors, and that's been really exciting um, as you have been um, laying aside social media, in particular the news, movies, and music, and everything else. Um, you you have instead invested in the kingdom of God and your relationship with Jesus. You know, you shared with us regarding the sanctuary model that you guys have built, you know, uh, thanks to all the material from Bunnings that you were able to go to. What, a, what an excursion, you know, what an excursion um, for a family to do that. So, but I'm, I'm interested, um, Tari and boys, I'm, I'm really interested. What has been the response and the reaction from friends, from, you know, your, your fellow classmates at school when they have heard what you are doing? Because this is not normal behavior in 2021, as you are well aware. Um, I mean, you know, children today are born, literally born with an iPad um, or a phone. They're born with them. I mean, they, they sleep with these gadgets. Um, you know, these things are, are with them 24-7 almost. So what what have your friends said, boys? I haven't actually told my friends yet. You haven't told your friends? Yeah, me too. How come you haven't told your friends? Do you think they might think you're a bit crazy? No, no. not just. I, I haven't just told them. You haven't told them. Okay, okay. What about you, JJ? Have you, have you shared anything with your friends? Well, only the friends that asked. Like, um, one time my teacher asked me to, because when you go to Ali, you have to leave your phone back. Um, so when she asked me to, when she asked me to give me my phone, uh, I, um, 
I said I didn't have one because I was on a media fast. Oh, wow. And what did she say? Well, she didn't believe me. <laughs> she didn't believe you. That is a typical response. I wouldn't believe you if I was the teacher. I'd be like, give me the phone. <laughs> Stop playing games, JJ. So then what happened? Um, so did she eventually believe you? Yeah, after a while. Okay. So, And what did she say? Did she say anything? Or was she in shock? She was just in shock. She still thought I wasn't telling the truth. Yeah, so she's probably still recovering um, from that episode. Uh, Tari, tell us, um, you know, as you have uh, chatted with friends and so forth and they're like, um, you know, why are you doing this and has it been all positive or has there been some people wondering, you know, is this really wise to do? Are the children going to go, you know, to the other extreme when the 40 days are over? How has it been for you? Um, I think initially when I have mentioned to uh, maybe friends or family, yeah, that initial shock comes into play. Um, mostly, I think the biggest question that I've been asked is, oh, so how are you entertaining them? Mm. Yeah, that was uh, consistently, um, this was a very question that almost everyone asked to say, it's crazy, it's busy in the world out there. Uh, all we know is gadgets and TV and mm-hmm. movies and YouTube. So how are you actually entertaining them? And it gave me an opportunity to share, mm. uh, like what I shared, shared before, to say we're doing m- lots of reading together. The boys didn't mention we, um, our pastor from uh, Hamilton Church. Mm. Pastor, pastor Justin. Justin yeah. Sharissa, do you know him? Quite well. Okay. okay. <laughs> he He's got- my husband. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> gave us a book um actually the name inside the book it says charissa so it gave us charissa's book it's called a thousand shall fall mm, and, one of my um, favorite true stories yeah it was good because we were having turns um with the kids reading mm-hmm. uh, the book so you know what what it actually means is they're still having an opportunity to Im- improve their vocabulary mm-hmm. reading because they're actually reading mm-hmm, from a mm-hmm, book mm-hmm. um and we're reading uh, uh straightening out um Perkins. Straightening out, Mrs. Perkins. Yeah, straightening out. So these are stories from pioneers, like a long time ago, like old mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. books. And um, so when I said it to my, uh, I think I mentioned it to my colleagues, they were in total shock uh, as well. Like, uh, who does that in 2021? Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, um, and, and I think part of my family, when I mentioned it to part of my family members, they're like, oh, wow. But with a, a level of um, uh, disbelief to say, will you, will you actually be able to do the whole body? Mm, are you going to be able to go beyond two days? Yeah. So on Facebook, what I just did because... So I, you're on Facebook generally? Yes, generally I'm on yeah. Facebook. Uh, and I usually just share some Bible readings yeah. and something that is encouraging. Um, and and videos of the boys if they've done, we've done a mm-hmm. project, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I did a uh, I did write a message to shut down, so I shut it down completely. I have witnessed this message, so <laughs> it's true. So 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 what did you simply say? I'm 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 going offline. Yeah, for I'm the going next on, 40 a days. Fast on a media fast. On a media for the next forty days. Yes, yes, that's what I did. And um, to be honest, I've got this battle within me to say I don't even think I want to go back after. <laughs> After these detox. Because, yeah, because I've got so much time now. I've got so much time on my hand. Well, so so this has enabled you to step back from the noise, mm. you know, from the social media noise to be able to to clearly see, you know, it's it's almost like 
you know, it's it's. We talked about this, Charissa, during COVID. You know, when when cities shut down, they went into lockdown. In particular, some of our large cities around the world, um, like LA, some of the Chinese cities. All of a sudden, people could see the blue skies for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time. They could see the stars at night. Um, you know, the the pollution cleared, and they were able to see. You know, things they were not able to see before. So, I guess, in a sense. This is what you're telling us, mm. Tari. You and your boys are telling us the things that, you know, were beautiful that you just were not able to see before because you had this media fog mm. that was covering, you know, the beauties that God wanted to reveal to you. Now that fog has cleared mm-hmm. and now you can see the beauties. And you're you're like, how can I go back to the fog? Spot on. You spot on. <laughs> I, I have a question to, to add to this. I'm just curious, like, you know, we live in a world where our friends are people that we, you know, see online on Facebook or anything. So how has that been for you, like connecting with friends? How, how have you managed that? Yeah. Um, you know what? I actually, uh, this is funny because you realize that uh, sometimes what we we see as our social connections mm-hmm. and all that is actually not what we think. So it's a bit of a facade. Uh, yeah, and what we create for ourselves mm-hmm. and I guess from the expectation generally of the world. But I think I've actually enjoyed, believe it or not, I've spent more face-to-face time with people Wow! Uh, because we don't have COVID restrictions, so that helped. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, just being able to sit and actually sing with my friends coming over to my house and I've gone to Sydney, visited two of my friends, mm-hmm. like really talk to them rather than just checking um, up on them on, 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 on a text message or social media. I actually was able to, to connect a little bit more. I think even with the boys, to be honest, I think I feel like we were close, but I think we're getting much closer mm. uh, because um, we've got so much time. Like I... You know, I allow them to come over into my bedroom and they're reading stuff. And wow. Jalavai likes drawing and he's been having more time focusing on his artwork, you know, which, you know, he could have just been watching. Uh, they were watching a YouTube person playing a game. But I can see the difference in that. And they have not begged me, not even once, to say, can we go back? Wow. To the, so 25 days in, no one has Back to me. Wow. To go back to social wow. media. So th- this reminds me a little bit, um, Tari and boys, of of the of the physical food fast that Daniel and his friends went in Daniel mm-hmm. chapter one. You know where they said, you know, give us ten days, fruit and vegetables and water to drink, rather than the king's food. And and the Bible says that at the end of that ten day period, you know, Daniel and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were so much better off than the rest of the wise men. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you're experiencing now, um, putting your faith and trust in God. Because um, yeah, and this is so powerful because we know that God communicates to us through our minds, mm-hmm. and that is the that is the battleground, the mind. Yes, so true, and uh, that's why we want all of our listeners to text or call in for this free offer that we have mm. today. Um, it's it's pretty much on that, but we just want to share at this point, we actually received a text oh, from one wow. of our listeners. Okay. And uh, Freco is listening, and we great great to have oh, you listening. Oh, Freco, he's a regular. Yeah. Good to have you on board, Freco. This is uh, his text. He says, beautiful family, God bless them. I hope that all families do the same. Wow, there you go. So you've inspired Freco. He's affirming you. Yeah. Gosh, you. And I'm sure you're, you uh, and I'm sure you're inspiring me. Now, um, obviously, you know you'll be moving back um, to 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 the world of 
connecting through social media and so forth. But as you move forward, okay, you this has been a, a, a huge learning experience for you, an experiment that you guys are just raving on about. How is how is social media use going to be different once the 15 days are up and the 40-day periods end? What's going to be different compared to what it was before? So we'll probably use them in one spot, mm-hmm. like my mom's room or the lounge room. Wow. And also, yeah, we'll probably, we'll probably shorten the time we use them. Oh, fantastic. Dante? That that that's that, that's a great tip because there's people out there listening, thinking, you know, what can I learn from your experience? Um, boys, do you have anything else to share? Uh, Zion or JJ? Um, I, I think the fast has really helped us connect more. Mm-hmm. Not that we didn't have a close connection last time, but it really helped us connect more. Wow. Praise the Lord. What about you, JJ? What have you learned from this that you're going to put into practice moving forward? Once you get your phone back and you can Um, tell your teacher, I've got my phone back. (laughs) She may not believe him. (laughs) Well, after after the fast, my my phone's still going to be a problem because it's cracked. (laughs) (laughs) Do the fast, there was an accident. Uh Nothing happened. And then, um, so your fast might go longer, yeah, yeah. just a few weeks. Longer. <laughs> and, um, also, I've done a lot more artworks, so mm, actually, right mm. now, my I my, I'm not using my Instagram account right now, so when I get back on and I put all my artworks on there that I've done, mm-hmm. I've done Jesus on the Cross, wow, yeah, flowers. He's, he's a brilliant artist, wow, he really is. Wow, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. And what about what about you, Tari, as we sort of look to wrap up in about 30 seconds or so? Okay. What, what have you learned? Uh, I have learned that I don't actually need social media and gadgets as much as I thought I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just have learned that the true connection comes through Christ and just our family. They mm. need us. They, they, my kids need me more as well. And with off the, with me being off the gadgets... It's actually been a blessing. Wow. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And if I could just chip in with um, with a word of encouragement for all of us, taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalm mm-hmm. 34 verse 8, taste Amen. and see. So so if anyone's out there looking to, to give this a go, would you say go for it? Boys, what do you say? What do you think, boys? <laughs> yeah. Is it worth giving this experiment a go? Go for yeah. it. Go, go for, for it. it. There yeah. you go. go. There you go. It. Go well for it. Said. Trust us. Thank you guys for coming Thank in. you so much. It's been a blessing. Amen. We've been so blessed. Come again. Maybe yes. we can get them at the end at of the 40 days. At the end of the 40 days, days yeah, in a few weeks' time. <laughs> Enjoy this next song by Micah Tyler. I don't want to hear anymore. Teach me to listen. I don't want to see anymore. Give me a vision that you could move this heart. To be set apart I don't need to recognize The man in the mirror Cause I don't want to trade your plans For something familiar I can't waste a day Cause I can't stay the same I want to be different I want to be changed Till all of me is gone And all that remains 
song and Amen. this is looking up with Danny and Sharissa and uh, what a treat oh that was I'm, I'm still recovering <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have in to, a good way of yeah course. I'm gonna have to go on my Facebook page oh. and um, and just yeah just say what, a, what an amazing not that I've got Facebook I've got I've got <laughs> other distractions say. I've got other distractions <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for those who are listening we just had a, yeah. just a precious family in here yeah, sharing, beautiful family sharing about their 40-day media fast which God willing we'll have a follow-up to mm. at the end at the end of it. So they're at day 25. And, you know, we were talking um, with the family during the break. uh, And, you know, I had to confirm with (laughs) mum, you know, I had to confirm, uh, did the kids, you know, take on board this, you know, media fast experiment, 40 day experiment. We're not talking 40 minutes. We're not even talking a week. You know, we're talking 40 days. Yeah. That's like six weeks That's almost. That's longer than what the pastor suggested. Exactly. What, what did the pastor suggest? <laughs> One month. One month, exactly. So they've gone above and beyond. Um, and, I, and I had to confirm with her, just to get it in my head, um, <laughs> did you force the kids to do this? Did you coerce them? Did you bribe them? Did you do any of those things? And she said, no, it was their idea. Mm. And I nearly fell off my chair. Their idea. Like, I mean, please. You know, 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, their idea to leave their social media behind for not one day, two days, 10 days, a month, about 40 days, their idea. And you you could hear it. I mean, we were here, Sharissa. I mean, these kids are beaming. You know, there was no no faking it. They were genuinely 
enjoying the experience of this media fast. They were genuinely enjoying it, and I can't remember the last time I saw that with my two own eyes. Yeah, and not only were they in, enjoying it, but they were very engaged. Yeah. Like, I guess not being distracted by gadgets yeah. has really helped them to oh. focus on the present, yeah. uh, which is also refreshing yeah. uh, to see as well. And their mum's beaming. And you know oh, you know what really a, stood out for mom. me? I mean, there were so many things that, that they brought up and, you know, we could have spent, you know, another hour or two with them. Uh, but the one thing that really um, caught, caught my attention and they all said that, even the kids, um, that their closeness mm. has grown. They were very close to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, but now their closeness has gone to another level. Yes. You know, and that's one of the big issues, and we've been talking about that. And um, and Jesus said, you know, the love of many will grow cold yeah. in the context of the last days. And so, you know, we, we, we see families, you know, falling apart, um, you know, here, there, and everywhere, and yet this family is drawing ever closer together um, through this. And so that's really beautiful. Yes. Well, um, before we, we head into a bit of a, like a, talk now about technology and its impact on our lives and some principles that we can uh, put in, we should maybe have a prayer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Would you like yeah. to pray? Sure, I'd love to. Father in heaven, we have been blessed um, by Tari and her children as they have shared their testimony, their journey thus far um, of disconnecting from the things of this world that, that create uh, so much of a distraction from us clearly hearing that still small voice and our father it's just been so refreshing and Mm -hmm. i use that word um i can't think of another word it's just been so refreshing uh to hear their testimony their experience their joy their enthusiasm and father um we know that it's your plan for us to get to know jesus Mm -hmm. and it's your plan for us to be still as your word says and to know that you are god and i'm going to pray father that as we spend time now thinking about the principles you have given to us in your holy word, uh, meditating on them that you will guide and lead our discussion. Um, and as we search your word, as we as we seek your ways and your will, that you will guide and lead. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Danny. So uh, just before we do begin the rest of our discussion, I just want to remind our listeners that we have a special prize to the for the first texter or caller in her or the fourth texter or caller in her at the end of our program when we give you that code word that you're going to need to text or call us with. But that prize is a book by Derek Morris called Radical Protection. And while the attacks of the enemy can be subtle, the results can be disastrous if you are not properly armed. And so you'll discover in this book some really important things that you will need to know about what it is to live in a world with a cosmic conflict as we do. And so I guess, um, you know, Pastor Danny, we're just basking in what we just experienced here. There are two books, which if people are interested in learning more about technology and their family and all of this, that would be a blessing to to read. The first one is called The Tech Wise Family by a man named Andy Crouch. And the second one that I'd like to recommend is a book called 12 Ways That Your Phone Is Changing You. And it's a book written by a man named Tony Ranke. And um, actually, before we keep going, I'd like to share a bit from that book. There is a woman who wrote the following poem 
Oh, this is a classic, folk. Yeah. Hold on to your hats. All right, if you're wearing one. <laughs> um, this is what this woman wrote after reading that book by Tony Ranke, 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You. She said, My smartphone is my shepherd. I still want more. I stare at it in green pastures. I text instead of looking at the still waters. It drains my soul. Oh, have mercy. It leads me in the paths of unrighteousness for the app's sake. Yay. <laughs> How can you read that with a, with a calm voice like that? You're better than me. I can do it. This is amazing. Carry on. This is so, so oh, true. So for true. For the app's sake. It. Yay, though I walk through the valley of no likes, I will not fear. For my smartphone is with me. Wow. Snapchat and Instagram, they comfort me. My smartphone prepares a fake world for me oh. in the presence of reality. Oh, have mercy. It anoints my head with secular humanism. My discontent runs over. Surely laziness and comparison shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the cyber world looking down at my smartphone forever. Oh, have mercy. <laughs> now that is... There was never a truer poem shared on <laughs> the life and times of of our of our of our world in 2021. That's powerful. I need that. You need to send that through send to me. I will send that to you. You need to send that through to me. That is just powerful. Yeah. We need to put that on our Faith FM <laughs> Facebook page, shall we? Need to put that because I'm not the only person that that wants a piece of that because. You know, it, it's not just that it's, yeah, it's, it's very interesting and a little bit humorous, yeah. but it's so real and, and it's, and it's like a humorous reality way. Check. <laughs> it's a humorous way to have a reality check. Yeah, yeah. A huge reality check. So you might, you might laugh and giggle for a bit, but it really pulled you up as to, you know, mm. um, how true is this poem of your experience? Absolutely. And, you know, I think phones can be a blessing. Technology is a blessing. Yeah. But it can also become an idol and it can also become something that can keep us back from experiencing the fullness of God's blessings in our life and coming close to him in a very real way. So I guess the real question everybody should be asking as they are thinking about you know, today's subject is, are you in control of your phone or is your phone mm. in control of you? Yeah, that's what we used to say about the television, remote control. Yeah. You know, who's controlling who? Is is yeah. your remote, is your television controlling you or are you controlling the remote? Yes. And someone said, you know, uh, as much as the the remote control has an on button, it also has an off button. Mm-hmm. You can use it mm-hmm. from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fascinating. This is a huge subject. It really um, is. And, it's, and the thing is, Sharissa, it's just so relevant because oh, this so relevant. is – this is not part of this is not a small part of our lives any longer. You're absolutely right. And you know what? We don't really fully know the extent of the impact mm. technology is going to have. I mean, we're, we're discovering it as, you know, the years yeah. go by, but like our grandparents didn't have this. No. My parents didn't have this. No. In fact, even when I, I, I didn't was grow in high school, I didn't well, grow up with it. I didn't have like this when I was in high school, yeah. you know, it was just sort mm. of coming on to the scene. And well, so, look, you're heading into your mid 40s now, Sharissa. So oh, that's, thanks that's, a lot. That's, <laughs> that's fair enough. And um, that's fair enough. I'm not no. quite there yet, folks, but I'll be getting <laughs> there not. one day. She's nowhere near, nowhere near. She's barely out of her teens. Um, not quite that. Not either. quite there. So anyway, somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle would be safe. But um, you know, Sharissa, uh, you know, I've, I was thinking about this. Um, you know, once upon a time, once upon a time, the the family would gather around the radio. Mm. 
mm. right? So this is pre-TV days, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, in the days of <laughs> Shell when she was growing up, you know, and the family and Lyle <laughs> when they'd gather around the transistor radio, you know, and listen. Um, then we have the family gathering around the television. Yeah. You know, but they're still gathering together. You know, they're watching together. They're watching Skippy or whatever they're watching, you know, around yeah. the television. But now we live in a world where everyone's gathered individually in their own little corner of the house on their gadget. We're not even gathering around a device. A know, central device. We have uh, our own devices. Exactly. You know, and it's, you know, it's interesting. You know, one of my favorite authors, um, Ellen White, she talks about Satan's devices. Whoa. She uses we're that language. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> okay, we, so we're uh, going to come back to that. Yeah, because that's, that's really important. Uh, but that's what I thought. Um, so anyway, look, it's, 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 it is such an important, um, such an important issue. Oh, so- how technology and how the world has changed, just as you were mentioning all of that. Um, my husband was sharing how there was a kid, his mum kept losing her phone, and you know what the kid said? What? Mum, you should just have it t- tied to a cord and stuck to a wall so you don't lose it. But that's exactly what phones used to be. Yeah. <laughs> they used to be <laughs> corded and stuck in one place. And you couldn't lose it. Exactly right, yeah. Um, yeah, no, so it's, it's – it's, it's a oh, oh, this is what I was going to say. I've forgotten now. I've just remembered. Praise mm. the Lord. He's brought it back to my memory. Um, I was – you know, yeah, I was, I was, excuse me. I was just, I subscribed to Time magazine. And um, oh. a couple of years ago, there was an interesting Time story that came out um, – uh, they were they were they were trying to figure out uh, university. These were university age students um, who were who were experiencing incredible depression, anxiety, and just general mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, when they compared the university students to say ten years prior, um, they you know it was just a dramatic increase. So I think it was like from about two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, they they noticed this this graph just going through the roof, a bit like our world population graph, you know, in the last couple of hundred years. And they were trying to get to the bottom of what on earth is going on. What are these university students up against that is heightening their anxiety, their depression levels, um, and, and a whole bunch of other issues related to mental health and well-being and, um, you know, and their own personal um, self-worth and just a whole bunch of things were just out of whack. And they, and they were looking at one factor, then the other they were saying, okay, is promiscuity, is that on the rise? No. Alcohol, is that on the rise? No. Drug taking, is that really, has that, is that, does that account for it? They looked at all these external factors that once upon a time um, university students, you know, would, would be involved in that would impact their physical and especially their mental health. And it was none of that. There were no major drastic mm. changes in that space. And after scratching their heads and and you know, exhausting all the possible options, they said, let's see if the phone, in particular Mm. the phone, but social media in general, but the phone itself, if that had anything to do with it. So they started to do research on that and they discovered uh, where, where young people, university young people, especially living away from home in dormitories or certainly just living away from home, were experiencing like significant rates and even suicidal um, thoughts and tendencies and, and so on and so forth was those that spent um, excessive amounts of time on their phone and their phones were literally with them all the time. They could barely sleep. They had sleep issues and stuff. Yeah. And that was the only thing that had changed in those previous 10 years. Wow. So the phone itself, we don't realize that phone. It might be small, 
but it's absolutely you know deadly yeah. and devastating if we don't know how to control it if that controls us. There's a really powerful documentary on that. It's called The Social Dilemma. It's, okay. on, it's available on Netflix. Last I checked, I don't think it's available anywhere else, but it highlights that. Does <laughs> just, it? Yeah. What oh, you've well, been I am, I'm jotting that down. The, the social dilemma. Yeah, and wow. you can see how, um, you know, bullying, you know, it used to just happen in the school ground. Now it comes back with you, follows you home, and it's open up to all the kids in your class or um, body image, you know. Uh, girls especially are affected by this. You know, they put a picture up on social media and then they'll get – you know, they might get a hundred likes and then one bad comment, you know, mm. and it's that bad comment they'll dwell on and it's leading to higher suicide rates and all this wow. mental yeah. problems, everything. Yeah. It's really powerful um, film. So, yeah, I think maybe after this next song, we're going to come back, but it's, um, we're going to come back and maybe talk about the 12 ways that our phone mm. is changing our lives. Maybe think about that and then we'll look at some biblical um, counsel for us to also apply to our lives. How can we live in a world like this and uh, not be controlled by our phone? But control the phone. Amen. And amen. Uh, so, so this, responsible use. Yes. Of I love that. Social media. Nice way of putting it. So Matt and Josie Minicus, they're going to bring to us a song. It's called All the Time in the World. And I think you'll find it to be right on point. I think so. I see you stress and fret. Have you got an ulcer yet? Worries eating you inside out. Deadlines are need met. Moment left, always in a hurry. What's your worry? What a big hurry! I've got all the time in the world, so why don't you let go of what you can't control? Let me take it for you. Love, what's worry? What a big hurry! And it's a constant crazy frenzy But if time's of the essence Then you need my presence So may I ask you a question What's your worry? What a big hurry I've got all the time in the world So why don't you let go Of what you can't control seconds well i've got ways you're out of options well i still got thousands so tell me what's your problem oh oh what's your worry what a big hurry i've got all the time in the world so why don't you let go of what you can't control You know, time is... If only we had all the time in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Time is the stuff of life. It is. And it's something that God gives to us as Mm. a gift, and we will be held accountable for how we use the time that Mm. we have. Well, he's given us one day off each week. Oh, amen. The Sabbath. That's true. Uh, 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 
sanctuary in time, as someone pointed out. And um, what a time to detox Absolutely. from the media every seventh day oh, for 24 hours. Amen. Yeah. Well, for our listeners, this is Looking Up, and uh, we just want to keep reminding you we have a special free offer. It's a prize for the first mm, or the great fourth book. person. Great book. I've who, got it. You do? A powerful book, yeah. It's a powerful oh, do you want to share a testimony? Um, well, I haven't read it for a while, but it's <laughs> anything from Derek Morris oh, yeah. is just powerful. I can He's a bit of a hero of mine. He's a bit of a hero of mine. Yeah. yeah. Deeply spiritual man. Very godly man. So it's a book called Radical Protection. You've heard already that Pastor Danny's found this book to be a rich blessing to him uh, by Derek Morris. And yes, it's a book that will pull back the curtains on the cosmic battle between good and evil and uh, show you how to put on the armor of mm. God. And so that's something we need as we're talking about technology in this world. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be giving you a code word that you will need to call or text us in with to receive the free offer for today. But uh, we're not there yet, so we keep continuing here. And uh, just before the break, we were talking about you know, the impact and the power of the phone and technology and how it's changing the world. So in this next segment, we want to just be a little more um, methodical in our approach. We're going to look at the, the 12 ways that your phone is changing you as highlighted by um, Tony Ranke in his book. What and was that book called again? It's called 12 Ways That Your Phone Is Changing You. So I'll oh, just yeah. give you the 12 ways. We'll just talk through mm. them. So first one, we are addicted to distraction. Oh, isn't that true? Hey man, ninety-five percent of U.S. citizens have a cell phone. That's what it says in the book, mobile phone. Seventy-five percent own a smartphone, and he brings out in the book that we use digital distractions to keep work away, people away, and ultimately thoughts of eternity away. Wow, that is profound. Yeah, and when you think about it, in a world where, you know, uh, I forget the statistics, but we're constantly checking our screens mm. and you go, you just sit on uh, well, public transport is, and well, you see that. You do. Well, you've got, you know, you've got notifications. Yes. You know, if your notifications are turned on, uh, every time you're going ding, 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 you know, I, I'm not on Facebook. I've just got text messaging. I've got Viber. I've got you have WhatsApp. smart watches too that you can get them to your watch. Exactly. That's only for smart people. No, I'm, not, I'm not at that point, but you are, sure. So you've got one. I've got a Fitbit, but yeah, yeah oh, it does. Okay. It's, it is a smart yeah, one. It's only for smart people. Yeah. That's what. That, when <laughs> At least one of us wears a smart. I was given my first iPhone. Like I was, I, I had a normal phone, uh -huh. and I was given it. Um, I was thinking of getting one, and someone said, "Oh, look, I don't need mine." They were getting a new one. They gave it to me, and I remember standing up in church and saying, "Hey, folk, just want to make an announcement. <laughs> I have now my first smartphone." And believe it or not, the nerve of one of my members, he calls out, he says, but you've got to be smart to use it. Can you believe it? That's unbelievable. And everyone just burst out laughing and what else am I going to say? So I just sat You're saying to him, huh? <laughs> I'll sort you out. <laughs> no. So, um, but yeah, that's powerful. Well, it is powerful because we are, so yeah, that's the first point. We're addicted to distraction. But it's in those still moments that God speaks to mm. us. And I was thinking about this before the program and thinking about uh, the story in First Kings, you know, 19 mm -hmm. and how, you know, Elijah ran from Jezebel. Remember yeah, that? Yep, yep. And he goes and he runs clear across After the Mount desert. After Mount Carmel. After Mount Carmel, runs clear across the desert into a quiet place and he hides in a cave. And I'm in First Kings 19 and I'm just reading from verse 11. Then he said, this is God say, saying to Elijah, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. 
And then, behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. Mm. And it was it's kind of like an object lesson. Like, yes, you can find God in places where there is noise, but... He is always found in the quietness of a trusting heart that just wants to abide in his presence. He's mm. always found in that stillness. Well, like I shared that scripture before, Psalm 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. And um, I heard one preacher say, we need to add a couple of words. If you will be still, <laughs> then you will know that I, I am God. I love that. That's and that's powerful. true, and it's very, very true. Very powerful. So that's the first point. We're no longer present in the present because we're addicted mm. to distraction. Mm. Uh, point number two, how's our phone changing our life? Point number two, we ignore flesh and blood. And this is a quote from his book. He says, the smartphone is causing a social reversal, the desire to be alone in public and never alone in seclusion. Wow. Yeah. So we have fewer relationships, real relationships mm. now because we're substituting. So we've got a thousand friends on Facebook, but you can't find one true friend if you're in need that's going to be there for you. Absolutely. And um, we are more alone and depressed than any generation in so history. That is so true. That yeah. is so true. Um, it's interesting. That's exactly what Tari said. Yeah. Was, you know, yeah. she said that because, you know, she, there's, unless, unless she goes and meets face-to-face, with her friends, she, she she cannot have communication with them like she did before. And she has found that so fulfilling, even when down to Sydney and so forth. So, yeah, yeah. She's, she's... She's found true friendship. True friendship, Not absolutely. the facade of having heaps of friends. Yeah. All right, so that's the second way. Point number three, we now crave immediate approval. Mm. And this is what drives our addiction. Anything will do anything to get the like or the emoji. It deceives us into believing that everything we do is also likable in God's eyes. Mm. That's actually really powerful, I thought. It is. So so we're more interested in what people think of us yeah. than in what God thinks of us. And that's that's our world. And that is our world, yeah. And that's the first angel's message, why it's so relevant. Fear God. Like, what does God think about mm. what you're doing? That's the primary concern is pleasing him. Yeah. And Jesus said, you know, beware when, when men speak good of you. You know, mm. beware, you mm-hmm. know, um, when they pat you on the back, when they, do, when they say this and that and, um, you know, stroke your ego. Beware of that because that's exactly what the serpent did to Eve. He stroked her ego. You're a lot smarter than you think you are. Mm-hmm. You can be just like God yeah. if you eat from this tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. So, yeah, we crave immediate approval. Mm, drive yeah. through. Yeah. We want that drive through experience. Yes. Now. And we do it to the detriment of our spiritual walk yeah. with God. Uh, point number four how's our phone changing our lives? We are losing our literacy. And here's from the book, page 85. It says, digital reading is unnecessarily hurried. And this habit bleeds into how we read our Bibles. Wow. If we read them at all. That's a good point too. Wow. So he goes on and he says, page 86, our joy in God is at stake. In our variety, we feed on digital junk food and our palates are reprogrammed and our affections atrophy. (laughs) Are you allowed to whistle on radio? I just did. I didn't. It's too late now. <laughs> it's too late. That is epic. That that's huge, and um, yeah. and that is so true. If I could just if I could just make this comment as a pastor, I'm not sure if you've had this comment, but um, I'm an evangelist and I'm a pastor, and you're likewise. Um, 
you know, an evangelist, uh, we 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 can tend to sort of preach for more than 20 to 30 minutes. I certainly do. And I don't know how many times I've had people say, you know what, um, yeah, today's day and age requires, you know, shorter sermons, you know, sermonettes, <laughs> you know, 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> just, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. Keep it short, keep it punchy, and you'll have our attention, and then we'll be able to get home by 12 and eat lunch. It's because we live in an ad break world. Exactly. And the problem is because, and, and the reason why they have such a low concentration span in church when they're trying to listen to a sermon and they're just not in tune is because they're on their social media or they're watching. Yes. Why don't people have issues sitting through a two to three hour movie? That's a good point. Why? That's because they have become, um, you know, they have. There's flashing lights in front yeah, of Yeah, flashing lights. And their minds are. are able to process, you know, the fast and the and the moving and the sensational, whereas God's word is not in that way. God wants us to think. He says, come, mm-hmm. let us reason together, whereas social media and the movie industry, you know, just bypasses all the reasoning faculties mm-hmm. um, and just goes straight into our subconscious. Yeah. Anyway, I, I could preach a sermon on each one of these points, but I won't. You press on. Yeah, sure well, just knowing that, you know, instead of going to the book of Psalms, as we would have, you know, 100 years ago, people would have turned to the Bible in their times of um, difficulty. Now, mm. to escape difficulties, we'll surf YouTube, you know, mm. like, so we, it's, it is decreasing our literacy in God's word. Yeah. Um, point number five, we feed on the produced Corporations, I mean, this is something that that uh, documentary brings out, the social dilemma, but corporations are vying for our attention today. Like people are actually employed to know how we can be hooked. Yeah, that's through those, through those algorithms, isn't it, where yeah, they line – Oh, sorry, is that another point somewhere there? No, 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 keep – I was going to say, um, yeah, well, I think I think most people would be aware, and if they're not, um, they should ask themselves, how on earth does YouTube know exactly what I'm interested in watching? Um, whatever the subject is, is because of these algorithms that um, are, are, are put in place. I don't know how they do it, but they've got technology to do that through AI and whatever else. And they just line them up one after the other. And like you pointed out earlier, you know, we have a false sense of reality yeah. as well that comes through with that. And so, we, you know, we, we, we are given that which we enjoy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So true. Point number six, we become what we like. Mm. By, um, that's by, biblical. By beholding, we become changed. That's a good point too. Um, page 113 of the book says, the object of our worship is the object of our imitation. And so people are addicted to their screens. They're watching things on their screens and it's playing mm. out in their lives. Um, it's no wonder we have so many violent acts, I think, too, from young people who are addicted to gaming, Yeah, violent games. There's some really, really wicked stuff on games out yeah. there. Um, yeah, I don't, don't want to repeat some of them. But um, point number seven, we get lonely. This is the way our phone is changing our lives. Our smartphones are portable shields we wield in public in order to deter human contact and interaction. That's true. As I said to you a minute ago, like we sit on a social, uh, public transport on a train and you don't usually talk to people because everybody well, is on their phone. Well, they no are. Well, well I love to, to talk. talk to people. I love to talk to people. You interrupt you know? them on their phones. Um, I mean, but, but it's really <laughs> tough. Like I'm, I'm heading up to um, Brisbane, God willing, um, tomorrow morning to do um, a, a weekend seminar up there. And, and I'm looking forward to getting on the plane, hoping to chat to someone, but I'm not holding my breath because these days – um, you get on the plane, and not only do we have to wear masks, okay, we've got to wear masks, so that makes life a little bit more difficult <laughs> really you know, to communicate. Yep. 
But once upon a time, even before the masks, even before COVID came to town, you sit on the plane and once upon a time you could have a conversation. Yeah. But now it's becoming more and more rare. I sit on the plane and the person has already got their earplugs in and they're basically telling you, look, I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in talking. I don't want to know your name. You don't need to know my name. It's like, you know, unless you interrupt them and they're kind of like, oh, you know, sometimes. <laughs> so it, it's getting more challenging. Once oh, upon a time. Absolutely. You know what? The olden days. The olden days you would talk to people, you know, really? on the train, bus. <laughs> yeah, the olden days. Well, I don't remember what it was like, but I've just I've just heard, you know. <laughs> you know, people just strike up conversations yeah. and they just talk and chat because they are used to dealing with real people, but now we are not used to dealing with real people. That's it. That's it. Uh, point number eight, the book brings out, we lose meaning. And the, the book says, our screens have created a false world that we are sadly more interested in mm. than in reality. Point number nine, we have a fear of missing out. And this, I'll just read this quote from the book because it's going to set us up for our next song in the, that's coming up. But when it comes to cultural FOMO, that's fear of missing mm. out, we are eager to turn the tables and heap shame on others for not having yet ingested the movies, television series, or viral stories that we have already consumed. Like, mm. oh, you haven't seen that? Well, oh. you know, where shame you on you. Shame yeah. on you. But this is what's interesting. The book brings out page 158. FOMO is neither unique or modern. FOMO is the primeval human fear, the first fear that stoked in our hearts when a slithering serpent <gasps> spoke softly of a one time opportunity that proved too good to miss mm. amen <laughs> 10 out of 10 on the money no need to comment any further okay Alf. well uh, we're going to go to a, a really powerful song in just a minute by anna beden called wool over your eyes but i just want to read just portions of this quote from, um, from a book called early writings and she says I was shown Satan as he once was, a happy, exalted angel. Then I was shown him as he is now. He still bears a kingly form. His features are still noble, for he is an angel fallen. But the expression of his countenance is full of anxiety, care, unhappiness, malice, hate, mischief, deceit, and every evil. And I'm going to skip on down here because... Um, the end part that I want you to note. As I beheld him, she says, his chin was resting upon his left hand. He appeared to be in deep thought. A smile was upon his countenance, which made me tremble. Wow. It was so full of evil and satanic slyness. This smile is the one he wears just before he makes sure of his victim. And as he fastens the victim in his snare, this smile grows horrible. Wow, what a description. Can you imagine how the devil must smile mm. as he sees us glued to devices and watching things that are just destroying us? Listen to this song. I like that you've got the wool over your eyes Cause it suits me fine to know that you don't even realize I like the way that you don't question anything and I love the way that you go along with everything I've got you under my control And you, you don't even know, you don't even know And I've got you under my control And you, you don't even know, and you don't even know just don't think about it 
Live life to the full. It doesn't really matter what's really real. Keep that veil real close. Oh, don't peek through. It doesn't really matter what's really true, and it suits me just fine. It suits me just fine. You're trapped in your habits and you don't realize what you've lost till you're gone. And you're chained to your iPhone and you're stuck with your earphones and all the world is falling apart. But you wouldn't notice in the movies have captivated your soul and you'll you'll never grow. Waiting for the world to produce more entertaining things. Keep our mind occupied. When's the next storyline? Well, I can't wait to see what they'll think of next. And oh, give me more of the games of Joneses, 'cause I like keeping up with the Joneses. Don't really mind who was Moses. And when's the next YouTube session? I've got a Netflix obsession. I'll be fine. Just take up all my time, and it suits me just fine. It suits me just fine. My oh my, what a lost little child! You're entangled in lies. I have the best intentions for you, and I don't want anyone else to be Lord of your life, Lord of your life. I want everything good for you. I've tried to show you, but people mind my name. People make you afraid of me. That's not what I'm like. Oh, search for me and know me for yourself, for yourself. Search for me. My arms are open wide. Search for me. My arms are open wide. And someone has pulled the wool over your eyes. Oh, please don't, don't be deceived by pretty little things. Please search deep for me. 
gave my life to know you. Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. There's a free giveaway that you can claim, you can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. Well, we are still looking up here with Danny and Charissa, and we're enjoying this subject today. So relevant. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> can't be any more relevant than this, really. Amen. So we've been going through the 12 ways that um, a guy named Tony Ranke points out in his book how our phones are changing our lives, 12 ways he identifies. And we're just up to number 10. Number 10, he says, we become harsh to one another. What he means by that is there are people who will say things on social media, they're, they're keyboard warriors, they'll say them, they'll be as nasty as anything there, but if you're face-to-face with them, they won't say that to mm, your face. Mm-hmm. So we're becoming harsh yeah, yeah. to one another. And people are just doing like, you know, they don't even know the person. And what do they call them, trolls? Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. I mean, you, you've been on the end series and, um, you know, some of, the, some of the comments that you guys have had come through have been, you know, just downright unnecessary and, and mean and nasty and people yeah like you said they're willing to do it behind a behind a keyboard but but not in person thankfully they're not willing to share that kind of stuff in person but still yeah it's, yes, it's creating a toxic culture that's so true and and um yes we were if you were listening to that song before the the news break was you know the wool's been pulled over our eyes we we're living in a battlefield this world um mm, the great controversy true. between yes. christ and satan is is raging all and around us. It's a us. battle for the mind. It's a battle for the mind and that's where the and phones the become a battleground too for that's us right. um, where we have to make choices there about you know our relationship with God. And on that note, I just want to remind our listeners after this, uh, we're coming up to the part of our program where we're going to give away our code word, mm-hmm. which you want to take note of and write down and call or text in. We're going to give away a free book. It's not the book we've been talking about um, on this episode, but it's a book called Radical Protection by Derek Morris. Basically, again, describing how we can live in this battlefield of the world and be, and be faithful to God. This is so, the perfect book. For what we're dealing with. And you've read it. Yeah, it's powerful. So um, this will be... I given, need to read it again. Yeah, this will mm. be for the first person or the fourth person who calls or texts us today. So um, back to our list. Not only do we become harsh to one another because of our phones and social media, but we get comfortable in secret vices. Mm. And this is... Um, I've just got a few statistics here. Um, anonymity is where sin flourishes. This is from Tony Ranke's book, and that's so true. Sexual sin festers in private spaces that our smartphones provide. Free porn is easier to find than the weather forecast. Mercy. Yeah. He goes wow. on, he says, 12% of all websites, and there are billions of them, are pornographic. 12%. So that's f- like billions of websites. Yeah. That's one or two billion. Who knows how many billion? Yeah. Wow. Uh, he says here, more than 80% of people ages 18 to 49 have viewed porn. 35% of all downloads on the net are porn material. And it's not just a man problem. One third of women are also addicted to this. And you know the highest day for porn search and download is? Saturday. 
Sundays. Sundays. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Uh, 55% of all pastors even have porn on the computer. This is according 55%. to... 55%. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's a, there's a documentary, another one that's also excellent, called Childhood 2.0. And it has a section in there. They interview parents, they interview children about porn. And uh, basically the kids are like, oh, yeah, everybody, everybody watches it. you know, and And they bring out the statistics there on that documentary where they say that... You know, when you give a child a phone today, it's like, you know, a coffee table in the room with four magazines on it and one of those magazines is porn and you give a child a phone, it's like giving them those magazines and hoping that they won't pick up the one with porn Mm. because, you know, most of unfiltered internet even has porn on it as well. So, you know, sexual sin is, it's not new. I know Paul talked about it in the book of Corinthians. and um, But today, you know, instead of having brothels to avoid, we have the brothels access to them yeah. in our pockets. Well, once upon a time, you would hide, you know, um, behind a tree right. or in a bush there with your mates at school or whatever with a magazine. You know, you'd, you'd, you'd be sneaking, you'd be watching, is someone, you know, someone watching me as... And, where, and you couldn't get the magazines anyway from the supermarket. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, from the, from the, at the petrol station or wherever. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go into an adult store unless you were 18. And so it was harder to access yeah. um, back in my day, you know, and I'm not ancient, but let alone today. But today it's a different story. Today, like you said, it's on your phone. It's easy access. And, you know, we are living at the end of time, Sharissa. Absolutely. This is the surest sign that we are living at the end of time and, uh, and time is running out on this sin-sick planet, and yep. and these are all signs that, that Jesus is drawing near because this cannot go on. Yes. I mean, this just cannot go on. It's destroying families, destroying individuals. It's destroying our, our spiritual um, perceptibility. It's just destroying us completely. It is. And, you know, if, if there are people listening to us today and, and you're like, you're recognizing this is destroying me, mm. you reach out to get help. Yeah. Um, you know, it's helpful to have someone to help keep you accountable. We're coming to that in a moment, but you can get help. Absolutely. And you can break. There is hope. Well, look, we had that family here. Yes. You know, their life has been transformed. It, it is. It is work and you must make a decision. Um, and it's not easy at first, like anything that you do, it's not easy at first. But if you persist and pursue with God's help and strength, you reap the rewards, which yes. are, I guess, everlasting yeah. in the end. Yeah, absolutely. And the final point here is um, we lose our place in time. We get lost mm. <laughs> when we're on our devices. We give our time True. to what is True. explicitly sinful sometimes, but also to what cannot give us joy or prepare us for self-sacrifice. So phones aren't all bad, we need to clarify, but they... Well, it's a tool. It's a, it's a, that's right. Well, like a car. A car yeah. is not bad yeah. in and of itself, but if you drive it uh, at excessive speed, well, then it can kill you and it can kill somebody else. And you can become a slave exactly. to the tool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I guess at this point we need to think about, well, what can we do? Mm. Do we break our phones? <laughs> You had something there that you shared with me about that when you mentioned break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a book by Catherine Price, and it's entitled How to Break Up with Your Phone. (laughs) (laughs) How to Break Up with Your Phone. That is a classic. It's kind of very relevant and appropriate way of putting it. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I think uh, for me anyway, I can just speak from my, my, my own experience, going out into nature. You know, I believe I believe that is the antidote in in a way for for dealing with um, you know social media and the media in general. 
um, getting away from it, just you know, leaving it behind and, and going to a place where there's no reception, you know, mm-hmm. even better um, if you can. But yeah, just going out into nature and studies have shown over and over again that you know our our heart rate goes down, our stress levels go down. You know, our mental health improves immensely when we're spending time in nature. Yeah. You know, in a, in a green environment, enjoying the fresh air and just you know, taking time out and, you know, take your Bible with you. Like, mm. no, leave the phone behind. You don't need your phone or, or turn it on flight mode. Turn mm. it on flight mode just in case you have an issue and you might need it. But just bring your Bible and just sit on a log, sit on a rock, just, you know, enjoy the scriptures, you know, and you'll see how, uh, you know, what an incredible experience that is. I, I, I've done that and I just love it. Amen. I like your idea there and um, I think there's a biblical principle that, um, we'll be supporting that too. I'll just quickly read through these. It won't Go take a minute, it. and then we can look at some Bible texts as we close out. But um, this is from that book, How to Break Up with Your Phone. <laughs> she says, Where do you find all these things, Sharissa? You're amazing. <laughs> no, no. It's, um, so, number one, write out your cravings. Like, it's a mm. bit like Alcoholics Anonymous. Ide- identify mm. the craving. Uh, number two, include others for accountability. So get an accountability partner and say, hey, I need you to help me, hold me to this. A- assess your relationship with your phone. <laughs> it's true. This is a book. There's a whole book on it. Number four, set boundaries. Now, Dante said something really good. He said, we're only going to use our phones in certain places when mm. they finish their mm. fast. Yes, yes, so, yes. Boundaries. Yeah, that's a boundary. And he hasn't even read the book. He's just going he from experience. He hasn't read the book. Yeah. And so, from, from this detox experience. Yeah. yeah. So um, have de- technology-free zones in mm. your own home. Wow. Where you can go to and be tech-free. Mm. And for me, I choose not to bring my phone into my bedroom. Mm. I just don't want to be worried. I do the same. Yeah, and uh, it's been a blessing <laughs> for 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 many reasons. And so, set boundaries. Number five: stop picking up your phone and look at people when they're talking to you. Mm. That's a simple one, isn't it? Shouldn't do that. You reckon? No, no. She's saying, like, yeah. look at people. Yeah. yeah. So, Instead so of like on the phone and looking at them. Yeah. Um, put away your phone at meals, she says. Be present. And number six, try a trial separation. <laughs> this sounds so much like a relationship, a, a, a relationship between people. <laughs> but that's how it's, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Um, try a trial separation, she says. Lock it away. You'll have withdrawal symptoms. Expect that. But your mind will keep working. So just breathe, drink water. <laughs> <laughs> this is this. You know what? No. This is so funny to me because it's so real. It's so real. Yeah. Like I reckon, Charissa, I reckon if we did a poll, mm. how many how many husbands, how many wives, <laughs> how long can you live without your phone? Yeah. And your social media uh, and so on and how long can you live without your spouse? I can guarantee you, Charissa, I can guarantee you that the majority of husbands and That's wives would say <laughs> I can live a lot longer without my husband or my wife than I can without my phone mm. and without my social media Isn't presence. Isn't that scary? It is very scary. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so last point. Oh, mate. Uh, and then it says find other things to do. And then mm. she says there's lots to yeah. do. Well, you know what the Bible says? The Bible says flee temptation and pursue righteousness. Oh, amen. Amen. Well, I'm happy if you have, like I thought at this point in the moments we have left, we can just share a couple of verses. I'm thinking of um, one here is Psalm 90. 
In Psalm 90 verse 12, the Bible says, So teach us to number our days mm. that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Like time is precious. Mm. It's fleeting and it's passing. And so um, we can ask God to help Redeem us. Redeem the time, the yes. Bible says, for the days are evil. Um, another verse that comes to mind is Hebrews 12 verse 12. Mm-hmm. And here the Bible says... Mm, I love that. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Is it? Oh, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, sorry. Yeah. Um, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. It could even be the weight of a phone. Mm. <laughs> every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. How? Looking unto mm. Jesus, Amen. the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen, amen. I've got another one here, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Amen. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And if I can add... Take this scripture, write it out or type it out or whatever, stick it on the back of your phone. Mm. And so each time before you go to that website, before you view whatever you are, read that scripture and then make a decision whether you're going to view that website and whether you're going to interact with whatever's on that screen, yes or no. That's a great idea. You just reminded me of a childhood memory. My mom did that to our television. Oh, <laughs> she, she put, put that verse on. Philippians 4, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or on the remote control as well. <laughs> yeah, I remember it on the television screen. But, uh, yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. Um, one quickly, also, Matthew chapter 5, verse, you know, 28, well, 27 to 29, but I've only got time to read verse 29. If your right eye causes you to sin, Mm. Jesus is speaking metaphorically, Mm. you know, pluck it out and cast it from you, for it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. In other words, it's better to go to heaven without an iPhone than to be standing in the lake of fire with one. I don't think the iPhone's going to heaven. No, I don't think so. But you know what? It's just making a point. Yeah, if 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 social media um, or whatever it is that you you can't control it, you're better off just disconnecting. You will live. You will survive. You'll be okay. Amen. And you'll be saved, God willing. That's right. And friends, if you're listening and you're really resonating with what we're talking about. This is what we, we're calling us for. We want to have a closer mm. walk Amen. with God. You can walk with God. You've just got to get rid of the weight, get rid mm. of the distraction, and focus your eyes on Him. Amen. Amen. Oh, for a closer walk with God, a calm and heavenly phrase. A light to shine upon the road Leading to the land Where is that blessedness I knew When first I saw the Lord Where is that soul-refreshing view Of Jesus and His Word Never failing fountain, my name. 
Closer walk with God. Amen. Well, we're almost at the end of looking up. Thanks for sticking with us through this show. We've we've enjoyed oh, our time in studio. It's been one of our best shows, I would say. And we hope you practical, blessed. helpful. Yeah, it is very yeah. practical. And I, I think I'm going to go home and try some new implemented ideas. Oh, yeah, from I've been this thinking too. about that as well. Yeah. Um, before we um, run to a finish line, maybe it's time for the the free offer to be. Promoting. Okay, all right. The free offer, the book Radical Protection from Derek Morris, um, a beautiful book that will help you in this space of, of having that spiritual protection and, and God's strength and God's guidance and leading to enable you to make those decisions that you need to make uh, for the sake of your eternal well-being as well as the eternal well-being of those around you. Now, the code word. Here we go. The code word... 
Oh, oh. Thank you, Shell. Wow. Where did that come from? That was pretty heavy. We all did a drum roll here. We did, we did. Okay. Sorry, I pushed the wrong one. That was, that was it. Okay. That was more sinister. That was, yeah, indeed. So um, that the book will help you with noises like that too. It really will. Anyway, the code word is detox. So if you need a detox from what you just heard from Shell, then you need to be one of the first ones that calls in. So it's the first and the fourth, did you say? I think so. The first and the fourth person. So the word is detox. So you can text it or you can call that in. And what are our numbers? Our numbers are 0491-064-669. You can call or text us on that one. Or the general station for the Faith FM, which is 1-800-324-843. Fantastic. So the first and the fourth person to... um, Get in touch with us, receives that book, Radical Protection. And this really is a fantastic book on what we've been looking at. Amen. So, Sharissa, what has been churning through your amazing brain? (laughs) I've had a lot of different thoughts coming through my mind. But I thought as we close, um, I heard this in a sermon and Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was really good, that competitive swimmers, when they are racing, before they race, they shave off every hair off their bodies um, so that, you know, it gives them yeah. better Slipstream yeah. through the water. Yeah, but it also increases their sensitivity of the nerve endings so that they can feel the water too. Oh, wow. And uh, this, the preacher made a great point. His name's Christopher Holland. He said, when we remove the idols in our lives, it gives us a hypersensitivity to God's voice mm. and God's leading in our lives. I oh, love that analogy. Yeah, me too. And I thought, you know, at the end of this program, uh, that's something that I hope our listeners will consider. You know, what is God calling you to maybe remove, you know, put away from you so that you can run the race of faith looking to Jesus? We read it mm-hmm. in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. It Maybe it's CDs or books or music or an app or a website that's been, you know, mm-hmm. that weight that so easily besets mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But you can put it aside Yes, by God's Amen. grace, Amen. with God's help, Amen. in His strength. The Holy Spirit will help you. And, um, yeah, you can experience victory and God's peace in your life. Amen. Amen. That's a beautiful illustration analogy. Thank you for that, Sharissa. And, um, yeah, we're all on this journey and we all desperately need Jesus because we are at the end of time and Satan has gone out with great wrath because he knows his time is short. So he is throwing everything, the kitchen sink, just everything at seeking to take us away from Jesus. So true. Well, Pastor Danny, would you close for us? Love to. Father in heaven, we thank you for this time we've spent here on um, looking up this afternoon. We pray for each and every one of our listeners. Lord, you know our challenges. You know our struggles. You know what's in our heart and in our mind. And Father, we pray that you will not let us rest until we surrender everything into your hands and be willing to be used by you for your honor and glory. So bless us, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining us. We encourage you to stay tuned for the live show, drive show in Adelaide. And uh, remember that fear looks around, regret looks back, but faith looks up. And we look forward to having you back for us as we go back to the book of Daniel, I Amen. think, next week. Back to Daniel next week. Amen. Looking forward Can't to wait. It. So God bless and keep looking up. Amen. God bless. Bye-bye. Keep looking up. Don't give up. Don't give up when there's pain deep in your heart. Keep looking up. Don't give up. Don't give up, should the tears 
begin to start With a prayer all your cares He will cast into the depths of the sea His love is always there for me